Well, I cannot let this week conclude here at JM in the AM without a few minutes of discussion about uh, somebody who is extremely important and dear to us. And I, I really could have asked anybody in the JM and the AM family to join me on the air for this. So, uh, um, but, you know, had, had to choose had to choose somebody. And uh, in this case, we've gone with two people. Uh, Matis Weingast, my longtime partner here at JM and the AM, is with us live via telephone. And Mayor Fertig, who was the JM and the AM representative, and I am so indebted to him because I was not able to be there at Buddy Strassman's funeral. Uh, but he was representing us and was there um, at the funeral earlier in the week. Uh, he's with us live via telephone as well. Matis Weingast, Mayor Fertig, welcome back to JM and the AM. Good morning, Good morning. Um, I don't know where to begin, uh, maybe begin at the very start, because uh, some people who are longtime JM the AM listeners um, are familiar with the story, but it's certainly worth telling <laughs> in this context and in this forum. Uh, the Strassman family first became involved with JM and the AM when Mrs. Strassman, of blessed memory, um, showed up one morning during our JM and the AM fundraiser. Am I getting it right so far, Matis? <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> and and really became <laughs> what we called her years later the first JM and the AM caterer because she brought along a box of donuts and some other treats for us to enjoy as we were doing the show at that time. And uh, what happened from there was uh, she blossomed into the most amazing JM and the AM volunteer, never missed a marathon day. I think she was in competition with Matis about that for a long, long time about not missing marathon days. And then um, uh, her husband, Buddy Strassman, who just passed away this past Shavuos earlier this week, uh, joined her, um, I believe, even before they closed their store and before they retired. He was already involved here. And then after that, of course, involved so much more. And I will tell the two of you the following um, that I always say to my family uh, we had the privilege, thank God, of meeting thousands of people and thousands of really, really good people over the years in our community. But no matter what, no matter who you meet, you will never meet people like the Strassmans again. They were so unique and so incredible. Uh, the Matas, you know what I mean by that, right? They were Absolutely. just a, a, a breed that you just don't see too often. Right. A very fine couple. Uh, as you said, we... Uh we met Mrs. Strassman very early on, and she was like the mother of the marathon and the, and the mother to a JM and the AM. Uh, and uh, Buddy was uh, not just the father, but her helper also, her yeah. her partner in life. And uh, I think they retired in about 1991. So Was it that uh, early? I yeah, it was early on, and, yeah. uh, and then they... They came all the time, though. Oh, all the time. And I could tell so many. I, I was telling somebody yesterday just uh, these small vignettes of their involvement at the radio station. Mrs. Strassman used to, used to come to the radio station on days that I had Binyamin, you know, one- or two-year-old Binyamin with me to babysit for him so I could do the show. Right, <laughs> really? Yeah, not a joke at all. We have, I we, never knew that. We have pictures of the two of them hanging out in the studio, and Binyamin remembers all these captors not when he was two but a little later on and uh and then uh, and then of course you know they loved fishing you know buddy was a real fisherman right so he would show up to the radio station with that little um that little container you know with dry ice in it 
uh, to send bluefish home for the always bluefish. It was always bluefish, and it was delicious. <laughs> home for the seagulls. <laughs> I would toss the empty container back in the car and, and trade with him the next time for a full one. I mean, they always had us in mind, and they were always so wonderful to us. And uh, you know what one of their wedding gifts was to us, by the way? You know, because yeah. they, they owned a hardware store. Right. One of their wedding gifts to us was this large toolbox with every tool imaginable inside. Not knowing, That's a pretty good gift. Yeah, not knowing the person they were giving it to would have absolutely no clue how to use any of it. <laughs> well, it, it must have made a great uh, plaything for all the kids can hire over the years. <laughs> no right. question about that. Mayor Ferdig, I mean, I, I heard the recording of uh, Ken Strassman's eulogy of his father. Uh, you know, n- not to toot our own horn. And, you know, I try not to do that, but it it must have been exhilarating in a way for you to be sitting there and hearing how meaningful this program and station was to his father. It it actually was, was, it it made me feel very proud. It made me feel very sad. It was, it was, uh, as most people know, when you go to a funeral, you, even if people you know or, or, you know, know fairly well, you hear the most amazing things about them, you know. And uh, I don't just mean, you know, what a great person they were, but vignettes and, 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 and details, uh, you know, that, that flush out the person for your memory, which is, of course, a wonderful thing in that moment, because that's all you've got is your memory. Yeah. And when, as, as Ken was standing up there to begin his hespit, his eulogy, I was reflecting just for a moment about, about their involvement with J.M. and the A.M. and Buddy's involvement with J.M. and the A.M. And then the first words out of his mouth, were in what was a beautiful speech, by the way, yeah. for so many people. Oh. His first words out of his mouth were about a radio program and a radio station, and their, you know, so to speak, adopted son. <laughs> and it was it was very beautiful. It really was. And he uh, he said that his parents, his father, and you know, speaking about his father in the moment, but his parents, uh, he said, got more out of their involvement with JM and the AM, then JM and the AM got out of, you know, got from their involvement. I, I almost found that hard to believe, but, yeah. you know, of course, of course, it, it's, it's, it is believable, and it was really beautiful, and, I, um, and it, it, was, it was very special. You know, they used to visit, the Strassmans used to visit a, a, a rabbi that was very important to their family on a weekly basis to help him out, to help him out and, you know, take care of things around the house, things like that, mm-hmm. and this was a, a, I think it was weekly, a weekly pilgrimage they made, I think it was up to Westchester in that area, yeah. uh, to, to visit, and, and I'm sure their children know this, and, and their grandchildren should know this, their, their dedication to Jewish education, to making sure that their family would be Jewishly educated, which of course was such a vital topic, and, and, and in many families a real debate back in that era, uh, about where to send children and what type of education you want for them. And they were so dedicated to it, and it was so important to them. And Matis and Mayer, we have met, in addition to their children, many of their grandchildren, and my God, does that generation make them proud. They have such a, I mean, what a reputation anybody who comes from their uh, lineage has. is just unbelievable. They have just produced such incredible people in our community. I think I also it's um, important to mention that when they came to the radio station, when the Strassmans would come, and especially Mrs. Strassman, uh, they did so with such humility and, and wanted to be behind the scenes. And yeah. When you would mention <laughs> Mrs. Strassman's <laughs> name, <laughs> she was like, 
<laughs> it goes through these contortions of trying to hide from a non-existent television. I mean, it's if I would, a camera. Rather. If I would refer to her on the air, the way she stared at me would stick with me for the next day and a half. Absolutely. And, and that was part of it also. That's what they've given over to the children. As you said, we've seen the grandchildren come in, uh, that they do things without looking for any great covered any great honor uh they do things just because they tremendously enjoy helping and they get something out of it uh, and, and mayor you heard uh, the eulogy you were there of course in person uh that ken gave to his father at the description of his friendliness and camaraderie with everybody mm-hmm. that he came in have you ever met anybody who is more aptly nicknamed than buddy strassman <laughs> Have you ever Absolutely. met anybody who is, I mean, talk about Shmo Kainu. I mean, it's just unbelievable. Everybody's buddy, literally. It was absolutely, that is absolutely the truth. <laughs> he was just a remarkably, they, they used the word affable during the funeral, and that was right. such a good word to describe him, because he, he was not just friendly, but affable, and, and there was a warmth about it, about him. And, uh, you know, you were talking about the family's connection to education. Rose Candle, their daughter, was yeah. one of uh, two of our kids' favorite, one most wonderful teachers ever. Yeah, Rose is amazing. And but can I tell you something? Can I tell you a cool story, real quick? Sure. One day, I came home from work and discovered this is shortly after Naftali was born. Naftali is now going to be I'm turning eleven. Wow. I came home and Rose Candle was in the house taking care of Naftali and doing homework with David because Fanny had gotten sick during the day and was flat on her back. <laughs> and he, Rose, I believe, was Dubbett's teacher at the time. And she heard what was going on, and she came home. She, she I guess, got Dubbett home and came in to take care of Naftali until I came home from work. <laughs> Apple doesn't fall far from the tree, huh? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> and I got to, before we wrap up, and I, and I got to turn to both of you and put you on the spot about your memory of that day. With all the things, we had so many adventures with the Strassmans and so many encounters with them and so many great little stories. But none, none compares to August 30th, I believe it was. Matis, you'll let me know if I'm right or wrong. I think it was August 30th, 1998. When on the air, we went into the Strassman RV in East Orange, and Buddy Strassman drove us on the air. We were doing this on the air. I think it was Mm -hmm. six or seven of us on the air to Jersey City to this building. And in this very room, it was the first time we ever broadcasted, essentially, from this very room that I'm in right now. In mm-hmm. Jersey City. And I, I'm telling you, I remember, I, I mentioned it earlier in the week when I mentioned his passing. I remember that day as being such a celebration. I could not have asked for a more fitting couple to escort us to our new home than right. Hilda and Buddy Strassman. Anything come to mind in your, for the two of you from that day? I would say that uh, it was the first trip of the Jewish Unity Initiative. <laughs> Very good. That you have put here because... Uh, I, I wrote this down before, and I was going to mention this, because you are traveling now around the world, bringing the show and bringing everything of uh, Jewish unity to many disparate places that are needed. Here, we took a trip from East Orange to Jersey City in an RV, and it, the feeling, I, I just remember, I still remember sitting in there and, and talking with everyone and, and hearing about what people were reacting to. And it was just amazing, amazing feeling to go from one place to another. 
people will, uh, will, will might get upset at what I'm going to say, but you know, when you have a Hafnasa Sefer Torah and bring a Sefer Torah to a new place, it is a joyous, tremendous celebration. So how many times have people like Rabbi Goldwasser said that, you know, yours is the largest yeshiva in the world, mm-hmm. and bringing that, that body of Torah and the entire show from one place to another through their vehicle. And it's a tremendous memory that I have. Oh, amazing. That's a great, great analogy, Marcus. Mayor, anything you want to add? Nothing except that um, I, I am glad that I was able to be there. Oh, thank you. I thank you so much. And, uh, you know, I mean, how often do we have opportunities I'll use that word advisedly to to attend funerals, and I say that in the you know in the largest possible sense. Obviously, you know you want to provide a kodesh to somebody and to be there for their family and so forth. But how often do, does uh, does work or whatever other obligations intervene? Um, and I'm glad I was able to be there. It was very meaningful, and they were they were wonderful people. Uh-huh. And there are a lot of good memories, and a lot of my jam and the AM memories. Two quick wrapped up in them. Two quick things about that day, by the way. Back in August of 98, as is typical, as both of you have said, the Strassmans always wanted to be behind the scenes. We asked Buddy to come on upstairs to join the celebration. And what does he say? And what it, you know why? He's got to stay with the RV. Yeah. <laughs> I said, of course. Of course he's got right. to stay with the that. RV. That was the first and only time I've ever been in an RV, by the way. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then, I don't know if you remember this, I had prepared really well for this on the road. And believe me, you know the checklist of what to take on the road wasn't made back in 1998. So right. we tried... And Stork, you may recall that Stork was in the studio in East Orange, you know, making sure yeah. to engineer the entire thing. Mm-hmm. I, I had forgotten to leave him Hatikva. Oh, and you, right. And do you remember what happened? We sang it. Yes. We sang Hatikva. In, in, in the RV. In, in, no, in, in the studio. Oh, in the studio. We sang Hatikva right. together in the studio the first day we were ever in this building. Wow. Buddy Strassman of blessed memory. We miss him, and condolences to the entire Strassman family. Gentlemen, I thank you so much. Have a wonderful Shabbos. Matis Weingast, Mayor Furtig, helping me remember one of the most amazing people, Buddy Strassman, who passed away on Shavuos. He and his wife, Hilda, or as she was more commonly known to us, Mrs. Strassman, so meaningful in the history of this radio broadcast. Time to say good Shabbos. This is JM in the AM. (laughs) 